0: We pick up on uh, Dav Dachvav uh, 6 at the top. I'm uh, Rabbi Huda, carrying on with the discussion about marking graves. Rabbi Huda says, um, Rabbi Huda says, Matza mm. Even, if you find a stone that has been marked with lime, Taktea Tame, we assume that just underneath that stone, uh, it covers up a grave. Uh, even you know, if it's a very big stone, then it would be a bigger person. If it's a smaller stone, uh, then it would be a smaller person. Stein uh, 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 what happens if there are two stones uh, that are marked with um, a grave? It says, Im said uh, banahem if there is lime on the ground between the two of them banahem uh, Tame. so then you assume that it is a uh, that ground area in between is Tame, and the the really the stones mark the top and the bottom of the area of tumay uh, the said if there's no lime between them banahem tar so then what we assume is that uh, it's each stone is just marking a separate area uh, altogether of, of of impurity and there's nothing between the two of them and the Gemara asked about that. thatgav the lake of choresh uh, and what happens if there's no plowing uh, between the stones uh, we'd had this discussion yesterday as well at the end of yesterday's stuff uh, the effect of plowing and uh, we assume that uh, once an area is plowed uh, it must be because there's no tumor there people don't go and uh, over plow over graveyards uh, on, on, on or, or coffins on purpose that is a very wicked thing to to uh, do and it says, about uh, about had the tanya of tanya we learned in brighter matza uh, even takhat matzinet it says if you found one single stone it says takta underneath it is tame stein if there are two stones korish benahim.' if there is uh, uh, plowing in between them them bana tower we assume that uh, the area between the two of them is tower a him love but if there 's no plowing in between, we assume the area is tuma in between, even though uh, it, it does you know the, the idea is is that even though there 's no lime uh, in that in that on that ground as well all right and um and that's it. So um, Papa, uh, so how do you explain that? he said Shafuch ala so, really, what we're talking about here, uh, where do we find that lime? Uh, the lime was poured on top of the stones, and uh, is a little bit uh, spread out, uh, a thin little layer uh, between uh, this stone and that stone. Okay, and it says, If you see signs of plowing uh, between these two stones, Banahem Tower, we still assume uh, the, the the area between the two of them is pure uh, why uh, the who we say that uh, as the uh, the the plow went past it knocked uh, a bit of the stone and uh, dislodged a bit of the lime and that's why the lime gets a little bit peeled off uh, and that's it it just it fell there uh, as a result of the plowing vimlo uh, if it wasn't, uh, if there's no plying in between of them, the two of them, Sid to who uh, it, it must be a uh, line that was deliberately put there uh, in order to say that there's Tuma, and as a result of a tame, that area is then uh, defined as tame between the two of them. All right. So I'm Ravasi, uh, Ravasi says, Asi says, uh, If you have one border of a field uh, uh, it is marked, okay, with uh, with an area of lime, and uh, the the, the um, you know, people had little uh, borders of the field, and um, they used to have uh, little raised areas to show you where one field started and one field ended, so you could quite clearly see that, uh, that you know where the border of a field was, okay. And if it was marked with lime, uh, then what do we see? say, who Tame? it is Tame. Uh, we assume that that area is itself is tameh. and the whole field is Uh And this is the case. So too with shnaim, two areas, two borders. Uh, okay, Those are tameh. Uh, the rest of the field is defined as t'hor. And this is even the case with shlosha. Three borders of the field are marked with lime. You say only that that, that area is tameh. The rest of the field. Is defined as uh, pure. Arba, however, uh, if all four uh, corners, uh, all four uh, borders of the field were marked uh, with lime, Hain the actual area uh, where the border is, actually is tower. Uh, uh, and, uh, and the reason for that, uh, as we saw, well, well, let's carry on and finish. Uh, the rest of the field itself uh, actually is tame. What do we assume? Uh, we assume uh, that is uh, uh, the the area, uh, you mark it off just before, as we said, uh, the last thing you want to do is have it right over uh, the area of the corpse, uh, or the area of the tumor, because of the fact that uh, then people will stumble on it and then it will be too late. It's one thing when it's a rock, and uh, you can, yeah, you, you, it, it's raised and so it can be seen from other areas, uh, from further away. So then that would make uh, you, you are allowed to just you say the the tumour is directly underneath the rock. However. If it's just on a border of a field, then uh, what uh, we would we would assume is that uh, you want to just you, you uh, putting a preventative area beforehand and actually because the field is bounded on all four sides uh, with this lime uh, uh, and uh, you, you, you it, it's enclosing uh, for example an area uh, like some type of graveyard as well, and uh, you the area underneath remains Amamar as we'd said before and uh, makom don't put uh, the the marker from too far away from the area of Tumah Shalor have have said at Eretz Yisrael. So you don't want to um, uh, put too much of the the marker too far away uh, because uh, you don't want to lose areas of Eretz Yisrael. In other words, people won't traverse them. That is effectively uh, like making a loss to Eretz Yisrael. All right, so that is... uh, um, that is that. All right. Uh, now we move move tech a little bit. Yotzin uh, afakilayim. Take uh, quoting the Mishnah. Uh, we say the, the the these inspectors go out uh, on cholamayid to um, uh, uproot uh, the kilaim that is in the fields. Okay, the the, the mixed uh, seeds that grow in the field. All right. The uh, Gemara says nafkinan. Do they, do they do they go out on to uproot this these the but we have, uh, we have a challenge, and this is uh, very similar uh, to a Mishnah in Shkalem. Uh, it, it might not be the first Mishnah. Uh, it's very similar to the first Mishnah in Shikalim, um, So, But or else, it's a, it's, a, it's a brighter which uh, is very similar to, to that Mishnah. On the first of Adar, they announce, uh, they, they start uh, announcing about the, the Shkalem that people give people a month. To come and collect their half shekel to bring up to the Beit Hamikdash, as we saw in Shkalim uh, you have a number of times a year. They have three. Um, the, the, the They the, they call for the collection a month before, and you uh, have to do it by the first of Nissan. Uh, we also saw this in, in other Masechtot recently as well. Rosh Hashanah, etc., uh, talks about the um the uh, the, the bringing the korban with a new uh, shekel, and that has to be from Nissan. Okay, and that uh, has to do, we also saw that you know, m- most recently in Megillah as well. So all of those, uh, all of those things has to be brought. A new Corban has to start from Nissan. As a result, uh, so uh, uh, they, they start a month before to give people uh, to, uh, a chance to get their act together. Okay, and also, uh, and, and also you go out at the same time with, uh, for Kilayam. Uh, it says that uh, you announce about Kilayam, uh, telling people to, to uproot the Kilime. Uh, and it says, um, and, um, uh, and, wh- and what do we, Then uh, the Mishnah continues. Uh, on the 15th, uh, you uh, read the Megillah in the walled cities. And you go out uh, to clear uh, thorns uh, from the roads and go and repair uh, the streets. And to, to measure uh, the mikvahs over there to make sure that they've got the requisite amount of forty sa'ar in. Okay, for Sin you do all the uh, the communal needs. Uh, basically, you've got a month left to Pesach, and uh, what you want to do is make sure that everything's ready for the uh, the the people to make Aliyah or the pilgrims to come up, and uh, uh, you know ensure that they'll have a safe uh, way uh, safe travels on the way to Jerusalem. Okay and and therefore uh, and that also includes marking the graves as we just discussed and now and it says the last part which is uh, relevant for us. We see on the 15th of Adar you also go out and start uprooting Kilim. Uh, so if you've done it on, on the 15th of Adar already why do you have to go and repeat it on Pesach uh, that uh, you have to go and uproot the Kilim uh, uh, you know, more than a month later. So, uh, you know, it's quite a at the time you do it. Ravalazar, Rabbi Yossi Barchanina, Ravalazar, and Rabbi Yossi Barchanina discuss this. Uh, one of them say, No, so when the, the Mishnah says, and Shkalim says you go out on the 15th that's talking about an early uh, crop, okay, and uh, that, that, that starts growing early, so you can uh, ensure that uh, there's no Kalim at that time. Uh, but here, uh, in our Mishnah, what we're talking about yeah, uh, and the the that you go out and call That is talking about a late grooming crop, uh, and you won't see that until uh, over a month later. Okay, one of Rebelaza Laza or Rabbi Bachanina says can bezraim. One is talking about grains. Okay, um, and uh, the, the, the the grains will have already grown uh, by Adar, uh, and therefore uh, you could uh, you could see what's going on uh, already by, uh, by Adar. However, can be but vegetables uh, which only grow later, uh, those are therefore uh, done much um, you know on on Pesach. Okay, so different understand uh, different explanations of why uh, you you would you would go out both times. i Rav, Rav Asi said that. Rabbi Yochanan says, and also the court uh, goes out, only where you can't see the blossoms at an earlier time, uh, so you're not sure whether... Uh, you know, you're not sure exactly what seeds are there or not. Uh, If the the blossoms uh, were really recognizable from uh, an earlier point in time, then you would go out uh, earlier. You don't have to leave it until Pesach. It all depends on the the type of Agricultural product that you are talking about over there. What type of uh, flour and seed and things like that? Right. The Gemara says, "Marsha uh, nafkinan dafka Specifically, we say we go out on the kilaim. It seems like uh, you, you, you dafka go out at that time. Uh, so I'm Yaakov. Rav So said that Rav Yochanan says, uh, It's due to the wages um, you know paid paid to the workers. Uh, you know that that, uh, that get hired by the in uh, to go and uproot the uh, the kilim. Uh, on on it's easier uh, to uh, normally no no one's working uh, on Kolomayet and uh, and therefore so if you are finding people that are working on Kolomayet they're not there's no real demand for workers at that time everyone's shut they've closed for Kolomayet so if you do find people uh, working they're gonna uh, there's no um, demand for workers and therefore uh, they're not going to um, Uh, they're not going to get that much money, so it actually saves uh, the Treasury money. Uh, so it, we, we see from here that when we give them their wage uh, we give it to them from uh, the uh, the collection of the uh, the money from the temple in other words, these are all uh, um, uh, communal funds that were collected via the half shekel. there is some discussion uh you know it's uh, the uh, the, the money is certain, certain of these funds are dedicated to pay for, for communal needs and uh, the, that was discussed in Shkalem. question is, is it the Lishka itself and not the, the, the leftover uh, Lishka after everything was collected? That, that might be uh, some type of discussion. Uh, the, the money for the, the Trimata Lishka itself uh, was actually probably used. Uh, exclusively for Korbanot uh, and uh, you know the, the left as Sharre Aleka or right, a discussion that we uh, had in Shkalim. anyway a, disp- a dispute so there is some discussion about that anyway. It does come from communal money. If we made uh, the people, uh, the, we almost like penalized the people that actually uh, had the kilayam in their fields, we made them pay for the, the, the labor laborers, okay. uh, then what's the difference? What's the difference? To us, uh, you know, why are we looking to save their money? These people are sinners. These people have got kilayam growing in the field. Why are we looking to save their money? Uh, you know, however, however much the the workers say they, they need to get paid, uh, they should have to go ahead and pay them. All right, and uh, uh, and that's it's, uh, That's you know they, they they've sinned. Uh, therefore, we shouldn't be looking out for them too much uh, uh, more for that okay vadkam how much is uh, uh, kilayim? uh how much is defined as is kilam paisak boto shashini it's very similar to what we learned Mishnah in kilam uh, the amount is, is is that what we learned in kilam course in any say of seeds shash Rova zera mimin Echad, it's got if it's got a quarter of a cave uh, of a seeds of, of of different type. okay and uh, that's it it's at one. it one it works out uh, to uh, an amount of uh, 1 24th. Okay, so just over 4% odd, uh, if they, that is defined as lime, uh, because no one can be uh, absolutely sure if, you know, n- that his uh, seed is 100% exactly the same type but uh, as long as it's um, know 96 percent uh, the same uh, type uh, that's it uh, that you might if it's less uh, if it's if it's more than that percentage uh, then you have to remove those other types of seeds uh, and uh, and that's that's what you would do over there all right uh, Vatanya. Um, we have a uh, another brighter that that says show um, uh, you so there is a brighter which is it 's not a question of um, uh, uh, you know, uprooting. Uh, these these kilaim, actually what happens is uh, they make the whole field hefkir. Uh, they they clear the whole field ownerless. So uh, that is, uh, you know, how, how do you reconcile that uh, where it says uh, that they used to go uproot the kilaim? No, no no problem. We can answer that difficulty. Kan Kudem hatakana, kan The one is uh, where the Mishnah says you go out and uproot it. Uh, that was uh, before uh, the takana the, the, the decree that they, they put in place, and one was after the decree. Uh, what are we talking about? Um, and I'm sure we had this in Shkalim as well. at uh, Normally, what they used to do was that if a person had kilim growing in their field, uh, they, uh, the, the inspectors would come and uproot it uh, they kill him and just you know, throw it down, um, you know, in, in, uh, in front of the, the owners, uh, in front of them, you know, to kind of embarrass them as well. However, uh, vayu Bala batim, But these uh, owners, who didn't really care too much, they thought, you know, if I get away with it, I get away with it. If I don't, you know, what's the... Uh, <coughs> if I don't get away with it, I'm actually quite happy uh, that they do it. I'm, I'm doubly happy. Why? lahem here, I've got someone to come and weed my field. You know, it's good for the field to have it weeded. Uh, Here, these things are interrupting. So therefore, I'm I'm, I'm getting my field weeded. And not only that, uh, it says, moreover, uh, and you went and threw it in front of their animals, that's great. So not only do I get my field weeded, I also get my animals, um, uh, some food for my animals. So I'm I'm actually quite happy uh, that these agents uh, come along and do such a thing. So therefore, the the rabbi said, no, that's not a good situation. You can show your skin. Um, uh, the rabbi said, listen, uh, really what you should do is uproot these kilaim and instead of throwing it in front of the, uh, the sinners' animals, uh, what you should do is just throw it on the road. Um, but still, they were very happy. Still, their feeds got, got weeded. They didn't get the benefit like they used to uh, with the uh, animals getting fed, uh, but still, they got their fields weeded for them. So they were still quite happy. And therefore, the rabbis instituted a third-level degree. And they would say, actually, what, what happens is we are going to uh, make your whole field endless. Beth has got the power to do that, which uh, is known as Hefkin, Beth Din Okay, and uh, as a result, uh, the, um, uh, the, the 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 fields were ownerless, so that made uh, the 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 people that uh, the owners of the field a lot more serious about what was going on. All right, uh, moving on uh, to our uh, our Mishnah, uh, the next Mishnah, which we have quoted uh, a few days ago. Rebeleza right on on, on the beginning uh, and saying, you know, who's, uh, what do we allow and what don't we allow on the column wait. Rebeleza ben Yaakov says, You are allowed, you have a field that's got a lot of trees in it. You are allowed to uh, um, uh, just move, the, um, uh, uh, you're allowed to draw the water uh, from one field uh, to another. OK, so you just really uh, either uh, open the, the water channel that uh, brings the water to the tree. Uh, others, this is when there's a lot of water um, uh, in, in one, uh, under one tree, uh, in one ditch underneath one tree, you basically would just be able to uh, dig a little uh, channel to, to make the water, allow the water to, to flow uh, to the other trees as well. Different uh, understandings of what goes on there. Uh, that's at Moshkin, you're allowed to uh, draw that water uh, over there. With, uh, with the uh, um, uh, proviso that you don't water the whole field. Okay, you're not allowed to water the whole field, That, uh, as we said, you know, that's, uh, um, the, um, we said that's extra, that's a lot of extra effort and uh, we said, um, you know that uh, even this is probably even in a field that doesn't require uh, extra irrigation uh, and uh, the, you know that that's what Rashi seems to say um, and uh, you know and, and that's it's so the, the uh, that uh, is what the field that we're talking about here as long as you don't water the whole field okay however um, and 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 what we say is uh, it uh, is rhyme uh, with, with plants that were not uh, watered um, before the moed, uh, plants have not watered before uh, the festival uh, it says you're not allowed to water them during the festival obviously if they were watered uh, before the festival they need a lot of water if you weren't worried about watering them before the festival uh, then uh, you don't, uh, they obviously don't need uh, as much water so therefore you can't start uh, doing that now Okay. Uh, however the, uh, the rabbis allow uh, you to water in both cases as, as we said, uh, this uh, our, our Mishnah, uh, the first Mishnah uh, in our in our chapter, which uh, allowed. Um, uh you to do something just to prevent a loss, uh, uh, but not to uh, increase things. Uh, was following Rebbelezer Ben Yakov, uh, as as we as we said. All right. Uh, now, uh, more discussion about uh, w- what you can do before and what you can't. You know, if you've, what you've done before uh, and how it affects what, what applies afterwards. Amra Ravihuda im sade mutunenit. If the the field was mutunenit, which really means. Um, uh, uh, moist uh, beforehand, okay, and uh, we, we say that uh, if it was if it was wet before, uh, but now it's dried up, mutar, uh, you are allowed to water the whole field, even according to Rabbi Ben Yaakov, because uh, that would be a loss. Tanya we also uh, learned this in a brighter, Kishamru, Asu, Lashkotan, when we said you're not allowed to water them on Cholomoyed, Loamru, Ella, Bezraim, shaloshatu, Milefnae, Moid. That was only if plants that uh, you didn't bother watering at all before uh, before the festival itself if the plants uh, needed uh, you already began watering the plants before then you are allowed to water them uh, on on because you're just continuing something from uh, what happened before and obviously they need the water and therefore uh, it would lead to a big loss uh, if the field was wet before the festival and then dry At Mutar, you are allowed to water it even even if the field wasn't watered before uh, but you're not allowed to water a, a dry field uh, uh, you know on uh, the, uh, the on, on because obviously it uh, that, that's the way it is and uh, and and there's not going to be much loss uh, caused that the things growing there are used to a dry kind of environment so you can't go and uh, increase it and make it better on uh, the rabbis allow both this and this so they're more, more flexible uh, when it uh, comes uh, to cholomoyd, to, uh, um, and it says you are allowed to do it even to make it better. Okay, I'm Ravina, Ravina says about that, Shema Mina, we learn from here. Um, uh, hi, Tarbitsa, Shari le be This Tarbitsa, a garden, uh, you are allowed to sprinkle it with uh, on uh, and he says, Sadegir, uh, when the rabbi said you are allowed to water a dry field, um, uh you know what what are we talking about yeah uh it must be in the afla mashfala It must be because watering the field uh, turns a late crop into an early crop. Uh, Okay, in other words, it it uh, helps it increase and helps makes it better. Uh, The same thing here with the garden, Uh, by watering it, yes, you are improving it a little bit, but the rabbis allow that uh, and uh, they allow you not only to uh, avert a loss, but also allow you to, to expand it and make a profit. Uh Tanarabanan, we learned in a bit in Mabitin Lavan Bashvit, you are allowed to sprinkle water in a in a white field, I a grain field on Shabbataval, Low uh, Bamoid. you're not allowed to do it on Cholamoid. Uh Vatanya, we have a Brata that says no. Mabitin Bain Bemoid, Bain Bashwit. you can do it both uh, during Holomuit as well as the Shmitya. Am uh, Rafuna Lorkasha. no no difficulty there. Hi uh, Rebel Zabin Yakov. Hi Rabbanan. the one that says uh, you're not allowed to do it during Cholamoit is Rebel Zabin uh, who says you're not allowed to water a whole field and also uh, you can only prevent a loss uh, but not make something profit as opposed to uh, the rabbis which are more lenient and say you can do the whole uh, uh, field. All right. Tanya Ederach. Uh, we also learned in a brighter And Rabitin Sare Lavan. Erev Shvit, k'day shiatu yirakot be Shvit. You're allowed to water, uh, sprinkle water in a uh, field of grain on Erev Shvit, so that the vegetables will come out during Shvit. And it says, v'lo orden. And not only that, ilah uh, shem Rabitin Lavan be Shvit. Even during the the Shemitah year itself, k'day shiatu yirakot emotzeh Shvit. And uh, and you know, so that vegetables will come out. Uh, even after the Schmitter year. And it's not, you know, sprinkling water is not going and watering it properly, Uh, just making sure that it uh, doesn't absolutely die out. It's not a proper um, uh, labor agriculturally, you know, as as we've done, as long as you don't do it uh, you know uh, the, the sprinkling and uh, the vegetables uh, coming out aren't at the same uh, time because uh, that would be uh, very close to agricultural work for the actual uh, Schmitta itself and that's uh, we are allowed to do this other uh, you know this uh, thing if, if the, this, there's a split uh, between the sprinkling uh, and uh, the, the, the vegetables actually coming out all right uh, we'll leave it there for today uh, even though there's a little bit left but uh, we, you know we've moved on into the next uh, uh, piece so uh, everyone should have a greater. Uh